Good day, everyone. I'm Max O'Brien coming to you today on WEHG for Mercury, a broadcast of hope. It is now day 123 of our broadcast. I'm here today with Agnes Drew, and I wanted to talk today about something I saw that really made me happy. I saw a pack of dogs. Dogs are great, but what made you happy about seeing these, Max? Have you seen these pups yet? These groups of formerly domesticated pets, some probably used to being really pampered, forming packs and surviving together. I've seen them a couple of times now, and this one just made me happy to see. It was a pretty big group, maybe ten of them, and this was quite a mix. I, I definitely saw a, uh, a Great Dane, a Whippet, and a couple of little white fluffy Pomeranians like my great aunt always liked to have around, along with several awfully cute mutts. I'm more of a cat person myself. Cats have their place, but I love dogs, in case you couldn't tell. Dogs played a really big role in human evolution, you know. Wait, really? Some Sometimes with you I can't tell. Yes, really. I know you and Dr. Clark get down on my ideas sometimes, but this is documented. I did a little research once upon a time. It's a really complicated relationship, but the domestication of dogs was a really key part of the hunter-gatherer phase of human development. It's too much to get into here, but the basis for it is the idea that humans got so good at hunting that wolves had to become scavengers a bit in order to survive, which, based on the wolves' hunting skills, later turned into a partnership which, over thousands of years, led us to the beloved companions we have today. In many ways, dogs are better than people. All they want is to love and play. Sure, some breeds get a bad rap, but in most cases, if a dog is raised right, they'll be sweet and loving their whole life. You ever hear about the gestures of loyalty from dogs after their owners have passed away? Um, I I once read an article about it that had several explanations. Um, The first one was about dogs who have reportedly gone to lie down on their owner's grave. This one, the article said, was most likely a scent thing. Dogs' sense of smell is unbelievably good. In fact, most dogs identify the people they know not by sight but by smell. That would explain why any time I'm in costume for the Renfest or anything, I've never had a dog act like anything was weird. Even that time I dressed up as an octopus for Halloween, six extra arms didn't faze my friend's dog one bit. Thought he might have found it weird that I was petting him with more than the usual appendages. At any rate, when a body's decomposing, it becomes more pungent. The dog-detectable scent of a buried body could certainly be strong enough for the four-pawed best friend to be drawn to it. This leads me to wonder what a dog smells when it comes to zombies. They smell bad, yes, but zombies don't smell exactly like rotting meat. There's something else there, like boiled cabbage mixed with something medically, chemically like peroxide and something else that clashes with it, like maybe um, bad cherry cough syrup. I don't know. I don't have any way of asking a dog what it smells. I wonder how much of the person the zombie had previously been still lingers. Do dogs recognize their previous owners turned zombies? How do dogs react to that? And as for wanting to play, I saw a video online once of a statue sitting on a bench that a golden retriever was interacting with. The dog had gotten a stick and laid it at the feet of the statue. The dog was excitedly waiting for the statue to pick up the stick and throw it for the dog. (laughs) It kept going back over to the statue, trying to get its attention so it would throw the stick. I don't know what the statue smelled like, but the dog wanted it to play. I wonder how that goes with zombies. 
The dogs that are forming wild packs are the ones that are smart enough to made it this far into the zombie apocalypse, and wonder how those interactions have gone. Hopefully with the dogs running far away. Although I have to say that the image of a dog retrieving a zombie's arm that got thrown away somehow is pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. (laughs) Getting back to the pack of dogs I saw, I really like the fact that these house pets are now living life in the wild particularly when they are prissy little things that you wouldn't have predicted could make it outside their spoiled lives with their people. It's so cool to see their inner wild animal has been let loose. But my very favorite thing is seeing them play. Yesterday they were on a grassy expanse in front of the library and they were playing. Big ones and little ones were running and tussling. Dogs have a certain stance or posture that they get when at play and there was no mistaking that these dogs were. Who knows what they've gone through? There's no telling what they've seen and experienced in the world out there since everything went down. Still, despite everything, they play. We should be sure to do that too. Don't just survive, but take time to play. Seeing a pack of pups having fun together was such a good reminder that we can still play too. Sometimes life seems all about survival, but it's not. It's an important part of how we relate to each other and an important part of being alive. Max, that's it. We should get pets. Pets? What? No, no, that's not what this is about. I know, but hearing you talk about them, you should get a dog and bring it into the station here. Max, it would make you so happy. I'm perfectly happy to see them outside. I don't need to bring one in. And besides, we don't have enough resources to keep one and... Who knows if they're capable of spreading whatever's causing people to turn into zombies. Then what about a cat for me? I'd love a fluffy little kitty to keep me company if you don't want a dog. Agnes, no. Same reasons. Look, look, you've taken this broadcast right off the rails. We don't need pets. Those animals are forming packs and taking care of themselves, and that's what we're doing too. Just like the members of that pack, we take care of each other. And that's where we'll leave it today. For Agnes Drew, I'm Max O'Brien for Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Take care of each other.